An egg can be eaten, the egg and the mother. You can eat the egg and the chicken. What are we talking about when we're saying you could eat the egg and the chicken? If we're talking about a chicken that is meant to be eaten, of course it's mutter to be eaten because an egg that comes from a chicken that's meant to be eaten, according, let's say, according to Achayim, according to Abeliezer, he holds his mutter, he holds his mutter, he doesn't hold like the whole shtikl that we had in the Gemara before, that there's an Isseri, the Mashkin Shazavu, or the other Isseri that we have, he holds its mutter, so it's mutter. Why does he have to say, the egg and the mother amata. What's he coming to add? You can eat the egg, you can eat the mother. What's his grace of Chiddush? If we're talking about a chicken that's meant to eat, of course you can eat it. We're talking about a chicken that is meant to be grazed eggs. So you can't eat the chicken and you can't eat the egg. It's all muksa. So Abelazar can't say, no, you can eat the chicken, you can eat the egg, yeah, have, a, have a party. No such thing. It's muksa. So Agav ima, you can eat the egg together with the mother. Why? How could you eat the together with the mother? The Gemara says a very interesting case. Hey, Chidami, what's the case? You walked to the store and you bought a chicken and you didn't have anything in mind. You didn't have a mind for eggs or for eating. You just bought the chicken. Stop. So nishchita, if you decided to shach the chicken, so then hovera, all of a sudden you're clarifying to everybody, that the reason why you bought it is to eat it. So then the halacha is the egg is mutter. So basically you bought a chicken without thinking, and then you decide to shach the chicken, so now all of a sudden the shech chicken becomes a aymedes la'achila. We say yesh breya, and the chicken becomes aymedes la'achila. So then you can eat teachel hivima. You can eat the chicken, and you can eat the egg. If it wasn't shechted, so then Then it's clarified that it's meant to raise eggs. So then, right then, you know, if you're not if you're not shechting, it's obviously you bought it to raise the eggs. So then it's muksa. So then you can't eat the egg. So basically, this is the answer. The reason why Achayim said you can eat the egg with the chicken is because we're talking about you bought the chicken stab. We're not sure why you bought the chicken. So if you shech the chicken, we know why you bought it. If you don't shech the chicken, then we know you bought it to raise eggs. This is the proverbial which came first, the chicken or the egg. So this is the case. Did the chicken, which one comes first? Did the chicken get shechted? Then you know the egg is the egg. And if not, it's not. That's why I'm shouting the Gemara. Rav Mari Amar Guzma Katani. Rav Mari says the reason why we say you can eat the chicken and the egg is we're saying an exaggeration. We want to tell you you can eat everything you want. The chicken, the egg, eat the whole thing. Titania, Achayim, Ayim, Mishum, Abeliezer, Achayim says, in the name of Abeliezer, Beitza, Teyachel, He, Ve'ima, you could eat it, you could eat the mother, Ve'afroyach, and you could eat the chick, Uklipasai, and you could eat the peel of the chick, meaning the shell of the egg. So, Fertigamar, my Klipasai, what does it mean you can eat the peel? Ilema, Klipa, Mamish, if it means you can eat the peel, Mamish, the hard peel, Klipa, Bas, Achilahi, no one's eating the peel, it's not Royal Achila. Ela, Efroyach, Elamai, what do we mean? We don't mean you can eat the peel. We mean you can eat the chick that's inside the peel, even though it's still inside the peel. Even if you want to eat your... When you open a chicken egg and you find a chick inside, so the Gemara is assuming you're allowed to eat the Efreach 
even if it's still inside the egg. You open up the egg, you see an afrayach in there, you're allowed to eat it. So the you're not allowed to eat it. We know you can't. You have to throw it in the garbage. Adka, it's not. It's not considered an, an animal. It's considered a, a piece of a trefa bird. We're going to see later a machlaikis how old a chick has to be in order to be considered a live chick. So it's machlaikis habana We're going to see it in tubla. So they only disagree. That's when the chick came out of the egg. So then, if you find a chick, a chick inside your egg, nobody agrees that you're allowed to eat the chick. So why does the Brisa say you can eat the chick and eat the and eat the peel? That's not true. Abelazim and Yaakov and their Abadan only disagree once the chick came out. But if you crack your egg and you find the chick inside, everybody agrees that that chick is aser. So what does the Brisa mean that you can eat it? Just an exaggeration. We're telling you you can eat the chick, you can eat the peel, the kids are eating it with the plate too. Eat the whole thing. When the Brisa says you can eat the, chi- the egg and you could eat the chicken, it's just saying a guzma. It doesn't mean you have to eat the mother. You don't have to eat the mother. The point is, Rebelez is coming to say you can eat the egg, you can eat the mother. It is mutter to eat the whole thing. That is called a guzma. Zotigmar itmar Shabbos v'yamtiv. If you have Shabbos next to Yamtiv. So what's the halacha if the egg is born on Shabbos? Is it mutter or aser on Yamtiv? Rav Amar no lebezeh, sur bezeh. Rav says the egg that's born on Shabbos is aser on the following Yamtiv. Rabbi Yechanan no lebezeh, mutaris bezeh. Rabbi Yechanan says it's mutter. Now really Rabbi Yechanan is the one that we would understand better. What does Shabbos have to do with Yamtiv? If it's born on Shabbos, but Yamtiv is a new day. So why in the world should it be Aser if it was born the Shabbos that was preceding Yamtiv? So that's going to be the Gemara's Kasha. Does Rav say that Shabbos and Yamtiv, one day after the other, are considered like one long Kedusha regarding certain halachis? Rav says in Masechas Erevin, The halachas like the four is Kainim according to Abeliezer's Shita, to Amishtei Kedusha say. He says it's two Kedushas. When you have Shabbos and Yom Tov, it's considered separate Kedushas. So L'chaira over here also regarding a Beitzah, it should be considered separate Kedushas and it should be Mutter. Everybody remembers that Beis and Beis. We had a concept of Hachana de Rabbah. The Rabbah says something has to be prepared from before Yom Tiv. So what's the Cheshmer? Let's see it in a minute. Rav Isle Hachana de Rabbah. Rav holds of this concept of Hachana de Rabbah. For Rabbi Yechanan, Lesle Hachana de Rabbah. Rabbi Yechanan does not hold of Hachana de Rabbah. So what does that have to do with this Sugi? Where do you see Hachana de Rabbah over here? So Tais says two Pshatim. One of Tais's Pshatim is that if you're going to be matir the egg, let's say it's Yom Tiv and then Shabbos. If you're going to be matir the egg on Shabbos, basically Yom Tiv prepared for Shabbos. Because if Yom Tiv wouldn't have been there, you wouldn't be allowed to eat the egg today. If the egg would be born today, you wouldn't be allowed to eat the egg today. But because the egg was born yesterday on Yom Tiv, so now you can eat it. So says that's considered Hachon of the Rabbah. That's called Shabbos. Huh? Saying Shabbos, it doesn't make a difference, either one. Shabbos Yamtiv. so let's say Shabbos is first and then Yamtiv. So then the egg was born in Shabbos, we'll do it like that. Then the egg was born in Shabbos, if you're going to be able to eat it on Yamtiv, then it comes out that Shabbos prepared for Yamtiv. Because you're allowed to eat it, because it was born in Shabbos. That's called a hachana, and that you can't do. So therefore, it is aser to eat on Shabbos. That's how Taisus, Taisus is different Shabbos, but that's how Taisus, that's the basic Shabbos. And Taisus, why we're hachana the rabbi comes in over here. Well, let's get very clear. The Shaila is Shabbos that is preceding Yom Tiv or vice versa. 
an egg that's born on the first day is a mutter on the second day. And the Gemara says, it's taram. Ketana, it's taram. If it's born on Shabbos, you're allowed to eat it on the, on the following Yom Tev. If it's born on Yom Tev, you're allowed to eat it on the next day. Shabbos. It's the same Achlaikis that we have in the Mishnah Yehuda. Shabbos and Yom Tev is considered like one long day regarding Beitzah, and the egg is Aser according to Shitas Beis Hillel. The host of Ravad Brava Havalu Hanuch Beitzim Miyom Tov Shabbos. He had these eggs from Yom Tov to Shabbos. Also, he came in front of Ravad Brava. Why is it relevant that he was Ravad Brava's host? Just say a Tyreid came in front of Ravad Brava and he asked the Shiloh. So he said yesterday or two days yes not two days ago in the other Shirim Yebeischa Beisvad Lechachamim when a person has a Chacham. In his house, his house gets this Allah. If Vada Brava wouldn't have been there, he wouldn't have known the Allah of So he would have just loved, yeah, take the egg, big deal. Because if Vada Brava hung around, he was the Ush Bezichne to Vada Brava. It had an impression on him, and he had his Pesach right on hand. So Mela, he had these Beitzim. He asked him, what can I do? Can I eat these Beitzim? But the Shalom was like this. It was from Yom Tiv to Shabbos. So today was Yom Tiv, and tomorrow is Shabbos. So his host asked him like this. Can I roast it today? And eat it tomorrow. Am I allowed to roast the eggs today? Am I allowed to roast the eggs on Yom Tiv and eat them tomorrow? Meaning I can't eat them today, but can I roast them today and eat them tomorrow? So Ravada Brava asked him, what's your Shiloh? Rav or Rabbi Yechanan, Halacha Rabbi Yechanan. We have a concept, when you have Machlaikis Rav and Rabbi Yechanan, the Halacha is always like Rabbi Yechanan. So here Rabbi Yechanan's Mekel. So Mela, it should be Mutter on the second day, on the following Shabbos. But that's only on the following Shabbos. I feel Rabbi Yechanan like a Shari, you want to eat it tomorrow, you can't roast it because you know how to cook an egg on Shabbos. So if you want to eat this egg on Shabbos, you have Yom Tov and Shabbos, you want to eat the egg on the Shabbos that's after the Yom Tov, holding six lines in the bottom. You want to eat, uh, you want to eat the egg on the following Shabbos, the only thing you can do is legoima. You can only swallow it whole and then you can go into the base Madish and sing Hinnity. But with that, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to roast the egg. Why can't you roast it or cook it? Because you can't cook on Shabbos. So there's really no way to eat it whole. You're going to have to eat it raw. That's what the, this what Ravada Barava responded to his host. Why? Because, but today, to roast it on Yom Tov, to take the egg, you're not allowed to eat it today. But the Shiloh was, can I roast it today? Can I take the egg and roast it and I'll eat it tomorrow? But the Allah is, you can't do that. You're not allowed to move the egg at all. You're not to cover a kli. not to lean the bedposts on it, like we had yesterday on the Gimel. So, you're not allowed to move the egg. So, you can't roast the egg today, so now the only Eitzah that you're going to have is to wait till tomorrow, and even according to Yechanan, the only Eitzah you're going to have is to wait till tomorrow and eat it raw. Now we have a different host. He was the host of our Papa, of Amila Hugava, and some say it was a regular person. He had eggs that were from Shabbos to Yom Tov. He wanted to be able to eat the eggs Tomorrow on Yom Tov, the opposite case. But also, we'll be told in the Machlaikis Rav and Abiyachanan, and the Chayyakorin Tabiyachanan, that Allah should be 
It should be mutter. So he came in front of him and he asked him, Can I eat the egg? On Yom Tiv tomorrow, he came to him on Shabbos. He asked him, "Can I eat the egg tomorrow?" Amalei Zil Hayid Nasser. Papa responded, "Go today, Visal Amachar, and come back tomorrow. Go today, come back tomorrow. I'm not going to answer you today. Why? The Rav Muki Amira Ilave. Rav did not appoint an Amira, and Amira was the one that used to amplify the share. They didn't have these fancy microphones with these zooms in those days, so you had to have somebody that was a loud voice." to be able to project the shear of Rav. So Rav wouldn't appoint an Amirah from one Yomtiv, meaning to the next Yomtiv, meaning after he already ate Sudas Yomtiv, Rav didn't say shear anymore. Rav did not say any shirim after he ate the Sudas Yomtiv. Why? Mishum Shechus. Because in the Suda he used to drink. Right, he's mukhayf to drink. So Mela is shaker, and in, in, in Rav, he became shaker. In Rav's shear, he used to paskin shilas. So Mela, he was mocked, but not to say shear after he ate his sudas yamtiv, because you know how to paskin a shayla when you're shaker. That's the halach. We learn out of a pasik. So Mela, yayin v'sheicher, lahiris, we learn out of a pasik. And Mela, you know how to paskin. So he told him, I already ate today. So don't, I'm not paskining for you today. Come tomorrow, and I'll tell you the halach. When the Ushbezichni came the next day, Amalai, we turned to Ahmed Beis, Icho Hashta Ishtaloi. If I would have paskin for you yesterday, I would have forgotten. Ishtaloi means I would have made a mistake. I would have forgotten. I would have told you. I would have said the rule in Shas that whenever you have a machlaikis, you have an abyechran. The halach is like abyechran. I would have said, you can eat the egg. But my Rabbi Rav said over here is different. I would say the Rav, Behani Tlas. And these three machleksin, we paskin like Rav. One of them is an egg that's born from Shabbos to Yom Tov, meaning it's born on Shabbos. Is it mutter on the following Yom Tov or vice versa? We do not paskin like Abiyachanam, we paskin like Rav. And the halacha is if you have an egg that's born on Shabbos, you are not allowed to eat it on the next day Yom Tov. That's how we paskin. And Amela halach lamaisa, we hold it to also. That's the first Machlaikis Rav and Shmuel. That we, Rav says we pass like Kavasei the Rav, not Rav and Shmuel. We pass like Kavasei the Rav in these three Machlaikisin. One of them we just learned, Shabbos to Yamtiv. That's one of the Machlaikisin. In that case, we pass like Rav, Lachumra, that you're not allowed to eat the egg. Let's see the next Machlaikisin. Zatik Gemara, three lines down from the bat, from the top. So let's say you have wood that fall off of a tree on Shabbos and you want to use it for firewood. You're not allowed to light it on Yom Tov, even though it fell off the tree on Shabbos. If Shabbos and Yom Tov, very similar to the egg case. So if wood falls off the tree on Shabbos and you say, listen, I can't use it today, I'll use it tomorrow, I'll use it on Yom Tov, just like a beitzah. Rabbi Yechon holds a beitzah that's born on Shabbos, you can eat on the following Yom Tov, it's Rabbi Yechon and Shita. So wood that falls off a tree, even though usually when wood falls off a tree, it's muk, so you know how to use it. But if it's born, if it's fell off the tree on Shabbos, l'chaira, you should be allowed to use it on the next day Yom Tov. Rabbi Yechon says it's Aser. You're not allowed to use it on the next day Yom Tov. Don't ask me a kasha from my shita, my beitza, that I hold my beitza, you're allowed to eat it. If it's born on Shabbos, you're allowed to eat it on the next day, Amtiv, because it's very different. He says a fascinating thing. My time, beitza mi shum dibi yoima, na mi chaz yolagoima. A beitza that's born on Shabbos. So really, I could take the beitza today, and I can eat it. Technically, I can eat it. But, I, but everyone says, no, no, Chazal tell you, you cannot 
eat it today, you have to wait till tomorrow. And I'm only mad to you to eat it tomorrow. So what happens? Everybody knows, made the Yidiyah, if we see that you, the egg was born on Shabbos, and you can't eat it today, you have to wait till the next day. Everybody's going to know, everybody's going to know that an egg that's born on Shabbos or an egg that's born on Yom Tif is Aser, and that's why you cannot eat it on Shabbos. You have to wait till the next day, and then you can eat it on the next day, Yom Tif. So that's why an egg going from Shabbos to Yom Tif is mutter, because we have no chashashas. Everybody's going to know that the egg is mutter on that day, and we're matter it the next day, because the Be'echen holds, it's only Aser on that day, not on the next day. But by wood, we have a problem. I'll talk to you outside. By wood, the problem is like this. If I'm going to see that wood fell off the tree on Shabbos, and I'm going to use it on Yom Tif. I'm not going to know that the reason why I could use it on Yom Tif is because it's the next day already. I'm going to think, really, I was able to use it yesterday already. But the reason why I couldn't use it because it was Shabbos. You know, light a fire on Shabbos. So everyone's going to see wood fell off the tree and we couldn't use it on Shabbos. We used it on Yom Tif. So everyone's going to think, you know why we only used it on Yom Tif? Because on Shabbos, you know how to use wood. Wood is muktzah. You know how to make a fire. More than muktzah. You know how to make a fire. So everyone's going to think, but let's say wood would fall off the tree on Yom Tif. Everyone's going to say, yeah. And if a wood falls off the tree on Yom Tif, it's mutter. The only reason why in this case we didn't allow it is because it was Shabbos the day it fell off. So therefore, Chazal said you cannot use the, the wood even the next day. Even though it should really be mutter, just like an egg is mutter because it fell off on Shabbos. But since we're going to come to a takala, that people are going to think that it's mutter on the first day too. And the only reason why over here you weren't matter it is because it was Shabbos and you know how to use wood on Shabbos. So mainly because it is cheshash, chazal, asr. Let's see it inside. Eitzim, uh, uh, which are not roi today, meaning on Shabbos, you know how to use eitzim anyway. If you're going to allow me to use it on Yom Tiv, I'm going to to think that it's mutter even on the day that it fell off. Why didn't they use it the first day? The reason why we didn't use it the first day is because it was Shabbos. You know, I'll light a fire on Shabbos. So that's why we didn't let you use it. So because it is Chashash, Chazal said, Rabbi Yechelen says, if wood falls off of a tree on Shabbos, you're not allowed to use it even on the next day, Yom Tif, because we're afraid that people are going to think that when wood falls off the tree, it's moto. We don't want people to think that. So Mela, we answer it even on the next day, Yom Tif. That's Rabbi Yechanan's Shita. Amr Av Masna, a similar case, Eitzim Shenoshim and Adeka Lusaychatana Biyamtav. Let's say Eitzim fall off of the tree and they fall directly into the oven on Yamtiv. So you know how to use Eitzim that fall off of the tree on Yamtiv, but they fall directly into the Yamtiv, into, into the Tanur. So the Allah is Marbalayam Eitzim Muchanim Umasikam. You take some of the firewood that you have stored by you, which is mutter to use in Yamtiv, and you light the fire together with this wood. You use the Asidika wood, which fell off the tree that you can't use. So you take kosher wood, and you put it into the, the, the furnace, and you light the whole thing in one shot. Fatima, you can't do that. When you move around the fire, you're moving around. You're moving around this, this, this muktza over here. You're not to move around muktza, so you're moving around muktza. So since, since most of the wood you put in extra wood of heter, since most of the wood is hetera, when you're moving around, you're moving around the hetter. Bikitur is going to be bottle. When you put this daver hamotter, when you put the the eights and that's mutter, that it's going to be it's going to be mavatel the eights and that's aser. So meila, you're allowed to mix around. There's no problem. It's mutter. 
You have wood that's oser. So you say, no big deal. I'm going to take wood that's mutter. I'm going to dump it and I'm going to be vatel. You know how to be vatel. And this is the But the evet, if it fell on you, you're allowed to use it. But you can't be vatel. The Gemara says an amazing concept. So the only time you're not allowed to be vatel and this is only by the rices. Over here we're dealing with an Isra Muktza, which is only an Isra Dirabanan. Because it's an Isra Dirabanan, the Allah is you're allowed to be Mivatel and Isra Lachatchila. An amazing then The din of Aim of Atlanis Lachatchila is only by Dairaisis. By Dirabanan, there is no concept of Ain Mivatlin Isra Lachatchila. We said yesterday, or the top of the Ahmed, actually yesterday, but we said, on Ahmed we said, according to Ravashi, that Matirin is not bought to leave him by Anissa the Rabbanan. Over here, it's Adavashiyash Lamatirin. You don't have to use the word today. Use it tomorrow. Wait till tomorrow. You can use it tomorrow. So it's Adavashiyash Lamatirin. So why is it bought to Michael Amemar? That concept of a Matirin is only if the Isser is Be'en. If you're eating the Isser, if you're using it when it's around. Over here, you use it after it's burned. You're using the wood after it's burned. So therefore, Chazal did not answer the din of Davashesh. So we learned two rules today. Number one, there's no concept of of Atanis Lachatchila. Number two, the din of. of does not apply when something is not pe'en, when you're having hana from the consumption of the item, like over here you're having hana from the fire, from the heat that comes after the wood is consumed. That does not have a problem of davashesh lamatirin and amela. That's why over here it's mutter. It's, it goes with the same lambdas. There's no mahapach b'isur because it's bottle, and a male there's no davishesh and vanilla problem davishesh material because it's already mikla kali isur. The lambdas that the svar that the that the that the, 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 the paiskim says because it is svar because since it's you're being nana from the heat that's generated after it's consumed, that's why it's mutter. So we had one machlaikis of an egg from Shabbos to Yom Tov. Another machlaikis, Itmar, Shnei Yomim Toivim Shalgolius. Rabbi says one of the most important Gemaras and Shas. Two days of Yom Tov. Where does this concept of two days of Yom Tov come from? A Torah says you only have to keep one day of Yom Tov. Why are we keeping two days? Shnei Yom Toivim Shalgolius. Rav Amar If an egg is born on the first day Yom Tov, you're allowed to eat it on the second day Yom Tov. For Rav Asi Amar says if it's born on the first day, it's Aser on the second day. So what's the Machlaik? Is the reason why Rav holds its mother? It's because of Manavshach. Every time you have two days Yom Tov, the only reason why we keep two days Yom Tov is because we're not really sure which one is the real day. Because we never, we were in, in, in Eretz Yisrael, we didn't know what time they were when they were Mekadosh to Chaydish, so we're not sure which day it is. So, but really they actually mutter because Manavshach. If the first day is Yom Tov, so the second day is weekday, so I can eat it on the second day. If the first day was Chayel, so then it was born on Chayel, so for sure I could eat it on the second day. So that's Rav's sheet. The question is why have Asi holds that it's Oster. Why does Avasi hold that when an egg is born on the first day, it's Oster on the second day? Weimo kasavar Avasi. Avasi holds like this. Kedusha achasi. Avasi holds that when you have two days yomtiv, it's considered like one long Kedusha, even though it's only a Safik, but it's considered like one long Kedusha. Fratigimar vahar Avasi 
An amazing thing. Rav Asi used to make Havdalah after the first day Yomtiv. He would make Havdalah because a Suffolk on the time that it's the first day Yomtiv, he used to make Havdalah. There's a big discussion here showing him how he can make Havdalah. But I can put him, he used to make Havdalah from one day to the next. So obviously Rav Asi didn't hold that it's all one long day. He made Havdalah between the two days. So how could you, how could Rav Asi say that the egg is mutter from one day to the next if Rav Asi made Havdalah? Oh, so that's the reason why we don't. The reason why we don't make Havdalah is because it's a bazillion for the second day. Really, we should make Havdalah too. But the reason why we don't is because it's a bazillion. Bravasi. Huh? Same concept we have with Shemina When it's taking a loaf or any Sveikadiyah mentioning Sukkot is because it's a bazillion for the Yomtiv. That's why we don't make Havdalah from one day to the next. But Ravasi did. So for I think my wife is Ravasi holding egg is Aser if he made Havdalah. So I think my Ravasi is Sifukim Misaf. Kalei Itaka Rasafik. Ve'avid Hachal Achumra. Ve'achal Achumra. He made, he was Misafik. So he didn't know what to do. So when it came to an egg, he held it was one long Kedusha. And immediately he didn't allow himself to eat the egg. When it came to Havdalah, he was Cheshit and it's two Kedushas. And Amelah, he made Havdalah from one day to the next. And that's why, so because we have Machlaikis is, is two days Yom Tov considered one Kedusha, or is it considered two Kedushas? So that's the question. When exactly did he make Havdalah? Havdalah you don't throw into Kedush. Havdalah you say is a separate bracha. So it's a shallow when he made it. Because really if it's a Safik, it should be Safik Brachas Lakula. So how was he allowed to make Havdalah? So there's a shallow in the shine of exactly how he did it. But Akapadim could be he just stuck it into Davening, he didn't actually make Havdalah. But Akapadim was only, his taka only a Chumrah, and that's why he made Havdalah. It makes sense like Rav Asi that it's considered one Kedusha because today we know the calendar. We know that which day is really Yom Tev, and still the Kavdin and Shreyaimi. Why do we make two days? Right, we know which day is Yom Tev. Why do we make two days? Obviously, it has a din of a yeim arichta. We're just machmir and we keep two days, even though meikar din we shouldn't be mechayiv to keep two days. So mela, it's a mistaver like avasi that it's considered one long day. It's not considered two different days because today, when we know the calendar and we still keep two days, obviously it is considered like one long day. That was Reb Zeira's calculation. We do not go like Reb Zeira. We go like Abai. Am Rabbi Kavasei the Rav Mistaver. No, it makes sense like Rav that it should be mutter on the second day. Why? And it's only a sveik of the yoma. It's only because of a suffix. It's not. The Mishnah says, "Bez Hashem, we are going to learn. We are going to know Mesaches Rosh Hashanah in Yerushalayim Yerakedesh in thirty-seven days. Believe it or not, almost a lot more than a month. Bez Hashem, we're going to learn Mesaches Rosh Hashanah. We're going to see Barishayna Hayu Masiyin." Masue. So originally, when they wanted to tell everyone was, they would say they would have torches. Masuis, they would make torches from one mountain to the next to tell everybody what Mishchaydish was. When the Kusim started, wanted to change Rishchidish, so they, they made torches on the wrong night. So they made a Takana that Shluchim should go out. So when they had torches, everybody knew when it was Rishchidish. When they had Shluchim, then it took time. So Mela, not everyone knew. So Mela, that's when they started keeping, that's when Misafik, they started keeping two days Yamtiv. Let's say the Kusim disappeared, there's no more Kusim. Avdin and Chadyema, we would go back to doing one day because they would do the torches and everybody would know we would go back to one day. 
Okay. Or, that's one point. Another point is, and wherever the Shluchim got to, also Avdin and Chad Yomer, at any place in Eretz Yisrael where the Shluchim got, they would do one day. So Mela what? So Mela really, we see from that Braisa, that the only, it's really a Mishnah, we see from that Mishnah that the only reason why we keep two days is because of a Suffolk. But if the Suffolk is gone, we wouldn't keep two days. Right? Once the Kusim are gone, we wouldn't keep two days. So what do you see? You see it's only out Suffolk. So you see, like Rav, that an egg that's born on the first day should be mutter on the second day because the whole takana of two days yamtiv is only because of the suffix. So if it's only because of the suffix, so why do we keep two days yamtiv? We know the calendar. The hashta the adina and bikviya the yarcha nowadays. We know the calculation of the calendar. My time of Dinan Shrayami. Why do we make two days Yamtiv if we know the day of the calendar? If it's only because of a suffix like Rav, why do we keep two days Yamtiv? This is Mamish the Yasoid of the Halacha of two days Yamtiv. Where does the concept come from? It comes from this Gemara. Misham Mitam. They sent a message from Eretz Yisrael. Be careful with the minig aveseichem, just like your zaydas used to keep two days yamtiv because they didn't know which day was yamtiv. Nowadays, even though we do know because we have a calendar, zimnin de gazra Sometimes the Romans will make gazra and they'll be mivatel the calendar, the osil kalkule, and we're going to end up making tzaris. People are not going to know which day yamtiv was. So because we're afraid that the Romans are going to be mevatel the calendar, therefore, Chazal made takana every single Yom Tev we keep, two days Yom Tev. Why? Minig aveseichem biyadeichem. But Allah Chalamayis, it's only a suffix. So maybe an egg that's born on the first day, with the motor on the second day. We paskin like Rav, that an egg that's motor on the first day, that's born on the first day, is motor on the second day, because the whole thing, the whole concept is based on a suffix.